You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors' sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Making your way in the world today takes everything you've got. Taking a break from all your worries sure would help a lot. Wouldn't you like to get away? Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next, postwrestling.com iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube, and Spotify. And Spotify. That's right. That's right. Every Thursday, we uh, review NXT. That's what we're here to do. Davey, how are you? I'm okay. How are you? You're okay? Yeah. Are you what? okay? Yeah. You, you said just before we started that, you and I quote, <laughs> I feel like I've been hit by a train. Uh, yeah, that's because um, it's Did been- you have a few drinks, Braden? It it, it's been a while, but yesterday, I, I'm not going to say I made the mistake, but yesterday, uh, I went out with you again, and <laughs> we haven't been out in a while, and of course, the, the next morning after. Did you have fun? Yeah, and that's what counts. Nice. What did you do? We went to your favorite bar in the world. Uh, w- wide open. Wide open? Yeah. yeah. Is it your favorite bar in the world? Ooh. It might be. I don't know. It's like Cheers, you know, where... Everyone knows your name. Yeah. I think Wednesdays are dead, like, everywhere else. In the world? So at least... No, in the city. (laughs) Tuesdays are the worst in the world. Tuesdays and Wednesdays are pretty shitty. So... Yeah. I think I... You know if you're going there, you're going to see some faces we know. We saw Andrew, who... Yeah, one of these guys... He was a regular at the bar. He was... We joked on the way to the bar being like, I bet he's going to be there, and I bet we're going to talk to him, and he's going to be fucked. He he does this thing where he suddenly... He'll be quiet, and then we'll just go, I need to stand up, and just stands (laughs) up, and then goes, is it last call? Please tell me it's last call. And we're like, no, it's it's like midnight. It's like, oh, shit. (laughs) So you, you can just pay your tab and go home. <laughs> Regulars are weird at bars. Yeah. Um, so I'm I'm feeling better. I'm 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 not feeling that bad. I was I was stretching. I was... We're recording a little earlier than usual today. Yeah, you have uh, an audition. I have an audition, which you don't do as much. Really. I know, right? <laughs> so what's the? Uh, can you talk about it? Sure. 
Yeah, it's for Best Buy. It's are a commercial. You gonna, are you, what do you got to do in it? I don't know. Look charming, I think. Sell me a Wear a blue shirt and be charming. Sell me a TV. I need a new TV. Hey, maybe this is your in. Yeah. You work a, a, you shoot a commercial on set when no one's looking. Take the TV. I need to go on Ellen. You need to go on Ellen? Yeah. Because she just gives you whatever the fuck you want. I think everyone deserves to go on Ellen at yeah. that point. Like, I would love to go on Ellen. Ellen would change my life. What yeah. would you do if Ellen was like, listen, I'm going to give you five minutes on my show. Everyone should think about this. It's because it could happen. Ellen could be like, listen, I'm going to give you five minutes on my show today. And you talk about whatever you want to talk about, but it's five minutes. Mm. And you get that. And everyone will see you because it's Ellen. But what do you... What do you... Well, you, you, need to, you need to be smart beforehand. Right, okay. You need to go something like, um, uh, like blah blah blah. Oh, and it's my my mum's birthday recently, and she just broke her TV, so I need to get her a new TV. So I've got that to do today. Wait, so wait a second. You're gonna no, go on Ellen to get a TV? Yeah. No, I'm going on Ellen to like make a career or something. That's oh, well, what that I'm as well. But no, <laughs> she she literally she'll give you whatever you want. You hear they, the people are sat there. They're chatting to Ellen. Uh, occasionally, that uh, someone like jumps out, don't they? Yeah, they scare people. Yeah, yeah. Um, we don't do that on this show. No, uh, but yeah, just just ask for what you want and you'll get it. Uh, I mean, obviously, we'll we'll promote uh, up next and post wrestling as a whole. Yeah, uh, yeah. I get I get a slot on Ellen. I'm gonna be like, hey, Ellen, uh, I do this show. I review NXT wrestling. It's a podcast. You may have heard of it, and she'll be like, oh yeah. Also, um, she could help us get a new theme tune. She could. Yeah. I bet Ellen could. Yeah. Yeah. Do we have to talk about that? I think we do, yeah. I guess so. Um, so, going forward on this show, we're, we play songs freely. We play music. We make a joke. We play the song. We do that all the time. We want to start to become professionals. Yeah. We want to phase out using copyrighted things because uh, it can affect what you what you put out there as, as uh, content creators. Mm. Um, so, that being said, we're looking for a theme song. Yeah, we are. But we don't know how to get one. So, uh, yeah. So, we're putting that out to you guys. We need your help. Uh, we're going to run a little competition. A prize has not yet been decided, but I'm sure it will be adequate. <laughs> oh, it'll be lit. Yeah. It'll um, be like, it'll be uh, our, our shirts. It'll be, uh, I don't know. Yeah. We'll figure it out. We'll, we cross uh, we'll that work bridge. it out, but we'll cross that bridge. But yeah, we, we need a little theme song. Like John and Way have some, a couple of little bangers for their yeah. shows. Um, we need a little, a little jingle. We like thought thirty we were... seconds yeah. original music. It can't be, uh, it can't be a rip, uh, like a rip of anything. This is your first, uh, first announcement. Essentially, uh, we're gonna make it a like I don't know some sort of a contest. Mm. Um, so if you uh, are, like I said, content creators and you have, uh, you make music or songs or things like that, um, hit us up at Davey Portman, at the Bray D, and let us know if you want to uh, enter this contest and maybe have your song used as the theme song for this show. Yeah, so I think uh, we'll have this open for a month. So July 4th episode, Independence yeah. Day. Independence, Independence Day, Day wow. episode of um, of Up Next. We'll go through. If we get any of the any submissions, we'll go through a few of them and maybe pick them. Yeah, we, um, could, we could get none. We could get, and none. then I'll have to make it. And then we'll just, just be we'll just have to. Can we sing a theme ourselves? 
Oh, God. Like, can we just be like, the roar of the crowd, put your knickers on the ground. I'll make you up, a trap round, and then you sing on it. it. Sure. That'll be, that'll be our last, that's our <laughs> bottom of the barrel, we got nothing else. Me rapping? <laughs> no, God, I would not want that. Oh, but You would rap like someone someone from the 80s, like, my name is David and I'm here to say. <laughs> Put your hands in the air like you just don't care. Um, although I know you I know you recently found um, love for trap music. D- did I? Yeah, because I keep hearing you sing that song, Leave Me Alone. Oh, it's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> it's such a good song. It's, it's such a bad song. <laughs> but then you um, keep singing it. I, I know, know, because it's terrible. Um, so yes, uh, We'll we'll open this up for a month. If you can, you can contact us through Twitter and yeah. Instagram. But uh, if you want to email us submissions, you can use our official BDE uh, email address, which is realbde at gmail dot com. That's R E A L B D E at gmail dot com. Because we have real BDE. Because we have real BDE. Braden David experience. Yeah. Um, yeah, and also subscribe to our YouTube channel. You mentioned uh, we're on YouTube. Yeah, Our we did. shows are going up on YouTube now. Yeah, well, that's kind of why we wanted to not use um, copyright things, because we want to put it on like YouTube and other places. So sometimes when you when you have uh, other songs, you know, copyrighted stuff, you can't really uh, apply to put them on, onto platforms. So that's kind of why we're doing it. Uh, other podcasts do it and things like that. We just kind of need our own... Uh, music beds and intros and things yeah. like that. So the content will stay the same, but uh, we'll probably be dropping uh, songs and stuff yeah. going forward and stuff like that. I know it sucks, but it is what it is. Yeah. That's life. Um, I'm trying to think of what so, else. So, well, we did our, our live show last night. Yeah, that we did a watch along. on on the official BDE uh, YouTube channel. Yes, uh, five years ago, it was the first takeover. So May 29th. 2014 it was nxt takeover from full sale and we did the watch along of that to celebrate because uh we're doing takeover 25 this weekend so if you couldn't join us last night our um our watch along is on the youtube channel just uh load up uh nxt takeover from may 29th 2014 on your wwe network yeah load up our show there's a little bit of banter uh banter and faff at the beginning um but yeah, and you can watch along. You can follow all the comments that are happening as they happened during the show. We had uh, like Bruhavan joined in yesterday. We had uh, Charbel was with us. Mm-hmm. We had Scrump for a little bit. We had a we had uh, a couple. We had a married couple. Yeah, um, and they were like, "Hey, we love wrestling," and we thought we would say hi to you guys. We love listening to you guys. So shout out them as well. Um, we were we were thinking of going on the YouTube's. Live on the YouTube, yeah, on the YouTube, you sound 50. Yep, <laughs> um, we were thinking of doing uh, we're doing a post show for NXT Takeover 25 this Saturday night. Uh, we were thinking of going live as soon as that show ends. Basically, we're just going to be recording our uh podcast, like doing the review of the show, yep, the post show. But we were thinking of just while we do that, we have. Uh, live, we go live yep. at the same time. So, so uh, it'll be our, our regular show, but you'll so, be able to watch yeah. us record live should you want to. And we will be going up as soon as Takeover finishes. Yeah. I know you've got to dash yeah. to work yeah, straight away later. Um, so yeah, so tune in for that. Subscribe to us. Um, we probably we've been finding it difficult 
keeping links the same. We keep putting a link up for the show yeah, YouTube. that we're going to go link live. YouTube. And then Technology. It, it kind of changes our settings and everything when we do actually go live. So just subscribe to us and you'll see us when we're, when we're going live. Yeah, so just always follow us on our socials. Add us on Facebook, uh, Braden Harrington and uh, Davey Portman. And uh, on Twitter's again, at the D at Davey Portman. Always follow us if you're looking for anything. Uh, that's how you reach us. Um, so Saturday, that's what we'll be doing. Yeah. Um, well, last Saturday, mm-hmm. we went to one John Pollock's house. Yes. And we watched Double or Nothing. Mm. AEW. AEW. Yeah. I mean, I, I think we should talk about it. I think we should. Uh, it it seems so long ago now. Yeah. I feel... I feel the wrestling wheel just keeps turning. Things change real quick. And, and yeah, things move on pretty quick. Uh, we watched that pay-per-view with uh, John and Way at his, his house, and I thought that pay-per-view was a lot of fun. Me too. Uh, I enjoyed it immensely, uh, especially because our friend Scrump was in the front row. Yeah. And the whole night I just was like watching his reactions. It's great. I love I love when you when you see someone you know on TV and then you just can watch. I basically was like, let's see what Scrump thinks about yeah. this, and he's just picking his nose. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever he whatever he does, uh, it was so much fun. It felt like I was watching um, uh, like a TNA Impact pay per view, but in the, the beginning, the like setup was like that, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, I think production wise, it looked great. Yes, uh, I I thought this was this was great. I thought they delivered. I thought that the uh, the the six man the six woman tag mm. match the jo- the the Joshis yeah um, changed my life. I think they got it right because we went in. We're 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 pretty smart fans. Yeah. We know who a lot of the. Well, obviously, we know who the elite are. Yeah. Uh, any WWE guy in it, we know who they are. Yeah. And then there's that other tier of guys who maybe we don't know or aren't so familiar with. So I'm I'm talking about guys like um, you're, you're you're pretty familiar with uh, Jack Evans. Yeah. Oh, and yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. pretty familiar with Han and Helico, and they were, but you didn't really know Angelico too well. No. Um, I feel like those two guys didn't really do enough to. Sure. Make you talk about them at the end. Right. Whereas I feel those six women, who I didn't know any of them, apart yep. from um, Aja, Aja Khan. Okay. Um, I didn't really know any of them before. That. You're talking and about I, the, the tag? The tag. Yeah. And I felt all six came out with strong personalities. Yeah, there's some... Won the crowd over. And I, I wish more guys did that, because they really made people talk about it after. Yeah, uh, I like Jack Evans being on a major platform. I think that's crazy. I followed him mm. for quite a while. Um, he he he's really cool. But you're right. Um, I those women, I didn't know who they were. No, and it like this is they come out and they do all their entrances, and you could tell there was a lot of people in the crowd. Maybe they're like, "What the fuck is this? Like, what the fuck's going on?" I feel as well. People might have been looking and going, "Okay, we still got Dustin Cody to come. Yeah. We still got the main event. We still got the tag match, and, and might have seen this potentially as like a a toilet break." Yeah, I I I saw. I was going on Twitter and and stuff, and a lot of people were like kind of shitting on this. Mm. But I disagree. I think that if you watch this, this was a lot of fun. Oh, I, I thought it was great. I had so much fun. In fact, then I went and watched some of their other stuff mm. from like, what are they in? They're not in stardom, I don't think. But uh, I forget the company that, you know, sure. I was watching and I seeked out 
other stuff that they put up to promote this mm. pay-per-view all in. They put up some matches for free on their YouTube and it was it was insane. There's it's so much fun to watch. Yeah. Um so it reminds me of like how uh um ECW or WCW would bring in like a bunch of lucha guys. Yeah. Be like hey everybody check this style out. That's what kind of felt. I like. agree completely. So it's and I the, I think uh yeah. these ladies are people uh, people that the crowd were like audience were talking about after yeah. aside from obviously everyone's going to talk about Jericho and Moxley and sure. that kind of thing but they really grabbed my attention yeah I I, I thought it was I, I just it's different yeah and a lot of people will be like oh that's so stupid it's just like why is there six tiny little Japanese girls wrestling mm. that doesn't make sense why is that a thing and it's like why isn't it <laughs> there's so many different types of wrestling and yeah. I was saying you got this, a lot, you I was got saying a lot this to, to you yesterday about um NXT, Raw, SmackDown, all that, and I don't know, uh, Raw and SmackDown, I feel, especially Raw, are more like a variety show than a wrestling show. Yeah. They're trying to appease to loads of different people. Sure. And they they lose sight of what the show actually is, and that's a wrestling show. Whereas, Double or Nothing, you had that variety. You had so many different styles. You had the comedy. You had the serious stuff. You had the more classic wrestling um, it appeals to like loads of different kind of wrestling fans. I thought, yeah, you had your serious drama, yeah, with Cody and uh, Dustin and the blood. Mm. Man, it turned into a horror movie. It was a lot of blood. It was leak, homie. You leaking. Um, I my favorite match of the night was the Young Bucks and the Lucha Bros. That was fantastic. That match was crazy. Mm. Um, I don't know how I, I don't know how people are not fans of the Young Bucks. I yeah. don't understand. They're just crazy. Um, I love that. Uh, Jericho and Kenny they delivered. It was fantastic. I would say I liked their first one better than this one, um, mostly because of the Judas effect. <laughs> you don't like that move. I do like it, but at the same time, we've seen so many people do it. As like a move, as a move, and they do it that's, way better. That's the thing with every move now. I, I know, but it's Jericho. Like everyone is usually, has a super kick. Everyone has a DDT. Jericho jokes and always uh, used to he used to use the hashtag Jericho invented that. I know, yeah. So it's like you didn't invent this move, and you sure as hell didn't perfect it. But you know what? I'm gonna go forward and say I love the juice. Effect. I think storytelling wise, it's great though because <laughs> he's he lost to Kenny first time round. Yes, and now it's he's got this new weapon. Yeah. Uh, that beat him clean. Yeah, I, I just I, I that's my only gripe is like, oh, how do you how do you massacre my boy Kenny? I really thought Jericho fucked up his arm big time in that match as well. Yeah, the, he, I mean that was spot. a battle. That was a big that was a big. Match. I want to rewatch their first one because I I think I'm in the minority, but I really enjoyed this this second one, I'm not and I think I might have preferred it. Hey, it the fact that he wins means that one day there's a third, mm. and we're all gonna ha- want to watch that. So. They got us in that mm. regard. It makes sense that kind of Jericho wins, um, but I, it's sad to see Kenny not kind of be pushed. But Kenny will have his his shine, and Kenny is Kenny. He, yeah, is, I, I like the idea of Paige and Jericho for the title. I think Jericho should be the first champ for a bit. Yikes. I think a chase is always better than a... Yeah, that's um, true. Although it it does feel a bit weird, your first champion being a WWE guy. Yeah, it's quite interesting. And maybe Hangman deserves the the kind of the rub there. Mm. They do want to push him. He's great as well. He's a lot of fun. Um, I didn't get to see enough of him in the Battle Royal. Hangman page. Um, (laughs) MJF is someone, talking about the the women grabbing attention, MJF is someone who definitely did that. Because I know a lot of, 
a lot of casual fans or like WWE fans tuned into this to go like, all right, what's this all about? Sure. Win me over. There's so many WWE fans. You know what? Like I'll say like you got some WWE fans are so stupid. Oh yeah. Like they're like, oh, this is AEW. Garbage. I'm not watching this. I'm like, why, why wouldn't you? But it's the same the other way around. Like there's so many guys who think this is the savior of wrestling and it's, like just th- there's been the there's been great wrestling for forever outside WWE. People take this too seriously. It's, it's you. You're allowed to like both. Yeah, you're allowed to. You're like allowed everything. to like both. You're allowed to like neither. You're allowed to like every, anything it's, you want. I don't understand why it's this not making, a competition. Why does it feel like this is this this AEW is causing a riff in the like wrestling fans yeah. world? It's a bit, people get mad now. People are like, Ugh, you're watching that garbage. Ugh, with it's like, well. Well, wait, why, why is this a thing? Yeah. Why can't I watch this show? Uh, I just find that so interesting. But I, it must be doing good for the the wrestling world. Because it's so. getting people more invested. Um, if you don't like WWE, you can watch this this product. I tell you someone else who uh, shits on WWE. John Moxley. <laughs> yes, he does. Uh, I listened to him on Talk is Jericho. I will tell you, as a wrestling fan... Dean Ambrose is one of my least favorite wrestlers, maybe of all fucking time. Hate, hate, hate him. Uh, John Moxley, the guy who did this interview, he sounds amazing. And I can't wait to watch I that. I think he character. came across so well, because I, um, I think he got everything off his chest. I think he addressed some major concerns with WWE. I don't think he burned any bridges. Yeah, I don't. I don't find that some of the things he, there was a there was some definitely some snarky throwaway comments, but sure. like whatever. Uh, I, I compare it to the CM Punk uh, leaving doesn't interview, and it changes a lot of things. This, I, this I found this very different though. Yeah, I, I enjoyed this more because he didn't come off as a dick. The the punk one was juicy, and everyone was like, "Oh, I, sure. I can't believe he said that." And this happened. This happened. Yeah, this was him wishing the company well. Wishing his friends and his wife well, yeah. but just said what fans have been saying. Something needs to change. It's something's yeah. not clicking. It's not working anymore. And yeah, I don't think he burned any bridges. I think he could could easily be back there in five, ten I'll tell years. Yeah, not a fan of him. I was a fan when he, when he was in the Shield. Everyone thought he was going to be the breakout star mm. simply because, like, you know, he he had the, the package. Him and Seth were the two real good wrestlers in the group right i don't know about his pack we've seen sets but <laughs> um and i just i i never really got into the character nothing against him it just wasn't one of my one of my guys um and to hear this to, to watch him come out uh, at all at double or nothing felt like a crazy thing it felt like i was watching back in the day because the crowd you don't hear that in wwe anymore mm. it's really rare they, when he was walking down that ramp in the through the crowd, it felt like I was I got so into it. I was like, "This is crazy." How did you feel about the final shot of Double or Nothing being a guy who was on WWE TV a month ago? Sure. Like I even went on the network that day, and when they uh, they have like continue watching and then featured and things like that along sure. the bottom, they were advertising. Was it? Battleground or something, which was Dean v. Seth v. Rome. Nice. Like, he was on front page of the network that day. Good. That's crazy. How do you feel about that being your your final moment of a fresh, brand new product? Yeah, but uh, 
as Jericho said on the thing, it takes all it takes is like your your uncle who knows about like three wrestlers and doesn't really watch things and he's flipping his channels on TNT and then all of a sudden he goes oh isn't that who's that guy what the, what is that who he was I've seen mm. him before he's in the uh, well he was with the other guy uh, what's going on here hey what that's Chris Jericho what's going on and the next thing you know you got a fan mm. so like that's how it works but uh, I wouldn't say Dean Ambrose John Moxley is like a household name he wasn't the the guy he no, wasn't he- the top guy so it, it's not enough that it would like you know crazy things can happen, but he was big enough that you said he was in the marquee matches. He was champion. Yeah, he was in the Shield. The Shield is where WWE is most mad. I can imagine because now they do not have that. Yeah, and anytime they make me- reference to that, thoughts and money goes to. But also, John he. I think the Shield. Whether if he just was a singles guy the whole time, right. Um, his stock would be lower going course, back to WWE, but they're going to want to run that shield thing as much as they can. Yeah, of course. So if in five years time, he wanted to go back there and Roman and Seth are still healthy and working for the company, they're totally going to do the shield again. And they'll pay him 500 bucks. And pay him 500 bucks. That's crazy. Yeah. That's so crazy. Yeah. Uh, uh, I would say that I listening to that as a wrestling fan, if you're like you, you, you're into it, check it out and listen to it. I'm sure you, you, if you're listening to this, you have listened to that. Um, I find that it's interesting that all of a sudden I'm a fan just yeah, from listening. I to I think it a lot that. of people are, and it, it just shows that like he he sounded sincere, mm. um, and it wasn't so much uh, an interview. It was just mostly him talking. Yeah, because uh, he's like, yeah, you know, uh, my life. My life, I was I was so depressed, and Chris is like, you know what? Hold on, right there. You know what happens for, for depression? Steak, steak yeah. is great when you're depressed. Um, yeah, Jericho didn't really need to ask anything. Jericho's like, ooh, okay, you want to talk? You talk, man. Um, I, yeah, it's quite interesting that that's the world we live in. Where hey, I'm I'm leaving WWE, and I'm going to do a podcast about it. It's mm. crazy, but it worked. Uh, that's it. Since I got the, the fact that he's sincere. Yeah, and he just wants to enjoy doing something, uh, and that's kind of what I got from that. The 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 elf thing. The you want to be a dentist and fucking be a dentist if you want. And I I was like, cool. I hated you before. Don't hate you anymore. I think you're fantastic. For, for me, it's the uh, it's the wrestling that's going to have to change to win me over because I can appreciate that character wise. You 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 can see watching it that he's not into any of this lunatic stuff. No, like yeah, yeah I. I figured he'd find this dumb Just all the stuff he's doing. Don't ever do that fucking clothesline again. And I know. Be cool. <laughs> um, but his ring style needs to evolve and change a bit. It, for, I think it to will. win me over. You, it if, even did watching. Him he just that. need like even one great match is gonna make me go. Okay, I'm and, I'm interested. And now. on all top of all of that, he is going to New Japan pro wrestling yeah as well this is madness. He's uh, facing Juice for I the love, US uh, title. Is it? Yeah, yeah, which is nuts. Which does he win? Right away? I don't know. That's great. Will he be in the G1? He should be. Why not? Throw him in. <laughs> I imagine uh, some real like purists are upset at that he's kind of being brought in because they've only seen him as Teen Ambrose yeah. and they're like, fuck this guy. Which you have every right to. If that's the only basis you have, then you're kind of like, why do I want to watch this guy? I think a match against Juice, so that's fine for the for the US title. It's He's not yeah. going again for like 
the title New Japan, right away. New Japan uh, producers and backstage people, they're like, all right, all right, we got this, uh, we got this Gaijin coming in. All right, what's his gimmick? I don't know, but he loves knives. That's it. <laughs> he loves them. He loves knives. Yeah, that's it. Uh, I'm excited to see him in New Japan as yeah. well. I think having this guy that's all of a sudden a big star in this AEW and then on the indies, it just kind of changes things, mm. and it's really interesting. Uh, so don't be a negative, Nancy. You can watch whatever wrestling you like to to watch. If you like comedy, then watch the comedy. Watch mm. this. Watch whatever. I just think it's great. I like the I like the fact that that now there is going to be a different company. Um, or you know, some people think it's this. They're they're owned by WWE. <laughs> <laughs> People with tinfoil hats. <laughs> uh, anyway, I tell you a wrestling company I do like. What's that? And that's NXT. Yeah. Shall we talk about it? Yeah, let's talk about NXT. Insert piece of music here. Tell you, I won't miss Slipknot. I love me some Slipknot NXT from May 29th 2019 from Full Sail University we start our show with Mia Yim versus Bianca Belair now they had a match what three weeks ago yeah about that it was it was good it was a good banger little banger on NXT TV but the rivalry between these two you know they're both kind of they got attitudes. Hmm. They'd like to trash talk each other. That's what we saw in their last match, at least. We didn't see as much in this match. But it's the the rematch. The head baddie in charge, Mia Yim versus Bianca Belair. Uh, Beth Phoenix needs to realize that it's Bianca Belair. Not, not Bianca not Blair. Not Tony Blair. <laughs> yeah, Blair. Yeah. Blair, right. Um, now, I know... Uh, from my tweets and people people will watch NXT and then tweet us their thoughts like that's their feedback sure. sometimes um, I can tell you that a lot of people don't like Beth Phoenix <laughs> yeah um, and I can I, I can see why uh, but again she's really new to this I don't yeah, know I don't know what she's to just there I don't think she's added anything yet um, definitely but I'll give her time hopefully yeah. I think Maro and Nigel are so strong. They're as so well. good at like helping her too. She'll like say something that messes their rhythm up, mm. and Maro will catch it and save it, and he'll be like, "Oh, sorry, Beth," and throw like be so professional. Yeah, um, and that's just little like things that you notice when you watch shows every week. Uh, the commentary it can affect uh, things. I just noticed she's not my favorite commentator. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the match starts off. Bianca Belair, Mia Yim. There's trading strikes. There's shoulder shoulder tackles. Uh, each woman is trying to outdo each other. Simply from like the continuing from their last match. Um, there's the cannonball in the corner by Mia Yim. Only a two count. Uh, Bianca Belair keeps going for the double chicken wing on Mia Yim, where she like lifts her up in the air, kind of like Beth Phoenix's like finish, essentially, where you sure. chicken, chicken wing and then you face plant her. Right? Um, she didn't do so much the face planning, but looked cool. Uh, Beth yells, wham. Don't know why. Uh, there's a kip-up and uh, an ass-kissing taunt from Bianca Belair, as she always does, like, you know, tells Mia Yim to kiss her ass, but somehow ends up in the tarantula in uh, in the ropes there, looking good from Mia Yim. Uh, there's a series of roll-ups exchanges, which was really cool, actually. Uh, near falls after near falls. Um, and then there was this huge straight forearm 
by Bianca and Mia Yim sold it great, but only a two count. Uh, Mia Yim hits a belly to belly and the code Yim. Yeah. Is that what she'd been watching Dustin? Yeah. Is that what this? The, what, what? It's code red. It's a code red. Yeah. yeah. I was going to say Dustin does that move. Yeah. Yeah. Gold dust. Uh, not the code red, the code Yim, but only a two count. Um, and then she gets the eat defeat, which is where she puts your your face, your jaw on the bottom of her foot and drops back. But Bianca rolls out, so she can't pin her off the eat defeat. Bianca, not a vet, but smart enough to roll out of the ring. Uh, she chases her out there, gets locked in the chicken wing again, and this time does get planted, but face first onto the apron, which looked really cool, and almost does not make the 10 count, but at the count of nine rolls in. Um, Beth does inform us here that this is the hardest part of the ring. Yeah, Beth is, Beth is picking <laughs> Beth up. Beth was on it. Beth was like, hey, that's the hardest part of the ring. I knew that part. And I was like, damn it, girl, you're getting it. You're picking this up. You're right. That's the only thing she really... There's, there's a thing in... Uh, in acting, especially in soaps, okay, uh, that they'd make the the less good actors, shall we say, sure, make a cup of tea whilst okay. doing their lines, okay, um, because it kind of distracts them and it looks like they're doing stuff. So you can kind of disguise someone being a bad actor by just during the, the scene. During the scene, they'll be making a cup of tea, right? Um, so I think they give the hardest part of the ring line to that member of commentary. I feel if Percy was here, he'd have been like, that's the hardest part of the ring, Nigel. That's funny because Byron Saxon says it a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so you're not wrong. It's they do any ring apron spot and Nigel and Mauro just like turn and look. It's like, there you go. <laughs> well, wait a second. Um, what about Coronation Street? Because everyone's making tea on that show. Yeah, but they'll be, be using Yorkshire tea rather than Tetley's. Is that good? It's, it's just tea from where they're oh, from. Okay. Um, so Mia Yim makes the nine count. She rolls into the ring. And now Bianca Belair is grabbing the hair of Mia Yim and tossing her butt, just hoofing her across the ring. And I find it funny that Bianca Belair is the one using someone's hair as a whip, like to hurt them. She's not using her own hair to whip her. Mm. But she's taking the hair of Mia Yim and throwing her. It yeah. looked painful. Don't get your hair ripped out. Um... There's a spot where she goes to powerbomb Mia Yim. But while Mia is up on her shoulders, like about to get slammed down to the mat, she counters that. Mia lands on her feet, grabs the braid of Bianca Belair, and hits what they call protect your neck. And this looks like a like a code breaker, essentially, with like a knee, one knee. It was a bit too similar to Eat Defeat. It, to me, it looked like an Eat Defeat, but with the shin rather than the foot. Yeah, like a code breaker, essentially. But the the premise is she's using, she used the hair to get, to grab Bianca to pull her in and then hits the move and pins Bianca Belair. Mia Yim pins her. I liked this because uh, if you followed Bianca the, won the first yes. match by using her hair and now uh, the thing she had the advantage with before Ooh. now led to her failure. I like that. I like that the fact that, hey, a few weeks ago she used her, her hair to cheat. She used the ropes with the hair and it was a cool spot. We both enjoyed it. And then now she lost from it. We need to see a rubber match down the line. Maybe there'll be the dark match for a takeover. What I've enjoyed with this feud is it's... I think they struggle in WWE as a whole to have 
compelling stories for the women when the title isn't involved. Sure. So the go-to is usually like Mandy Rose is trying it on with uh, Naomi's Oose. Right. Um, <clears throat> I can't remember which one she's with. Right. <laughs> so, okay. Um, I don't remember. That's, that's the go-to if you have any other kind of feud. Whereas this has just been a personal feud, a competitive feud... It hasn't been for the title. It's not about no man. It's about the head baddie in charge. Yeah. They're trying to be like, who's the baddest? And it just shows you can do this with the women just like you can do it with the men. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed this match. I think, and I'm going to say this a lot throughout the show, the crowd are dead. Yeah, the crowd was This is clearly the last of the tapings, but seem extra quiet this week compared to normal. Uh, Some moments that I think would normally get a big, um, yeah, big reaction from the crowd, like... Bianca does a delayed vertical suplex and then starts to squat. Mia Yim's not... Mia Yim's no Kyrie Zane. She's bigger. she's a bigger girl. Yeah. Um, this is super impressive and barely gets a reaction from the crowd. No one cared in full sail. Mm. They, were just, they were just tired. Yeah. You're sitting there for three hours plus, I got, got the feeling they knew nothing was going to happen yeah. this week. They, knew they looked was- at the card. There wasn't going to be any... Big thing, heating up, takeover. I I think they kind of knew and they were just checked out. That makes sense. Uh, they do tape things out of order sometimes. I don't know. Yeah. I, I just, the crowd was dead this whole yeah. episode. 100% with you on that. Um, we go to a video package to hype up Velveteen Dream versus Tyler Breeze this Saturday at TakeOver Bridgeport. Um, We get clips of Tyler Breeze when he was in NXT. He would use the selfie stick. I like this. It cuts to Velveteen Dream. He's like sitting down on a chair and he's got a selfie stick. And he opens it. He extends it. And then he turns it on. And now Velveteen Dream uh, is doing a selfie video. And he says, Tyler Breeze, I remember you. And it shows Tyler Breeze's clips and him being drafted uh, a few years ago to the main roster. Remember that? He was drafted. Yeah, and he goes, um, finding out you were drafted was the last time you ever got a standing ovation. Wow. Which I thought was a great line. Yikes. Uh, And then he goes, you know, you've had such great moments. And it shows him, like, basically all the comedy shit with uh, Fandango Mm. and, like, spray tan and, like, kind of, like, I would say embarrassing things if you yeah. kind of look at it that way. I mean, he's a comedy character, Breeze, but basically like the worst of the worst kind of clips here. Um, he says that, you know, you had your time to shine in NXT and you couldn't cut it on the main roster. But now there's an upgrade. There's an upgrade and that upgrade is the Velveteen Dream. See, while you were going to the main roster, you left NXT I took over, and we started selling out arenas. If you ask me, Tyler Breeze is the great value version of Velveteen Dream. <laughs> now, great value is like, uh, like the Walmart brand, I think. Bargain bin. Yeah, that like kind their, of thing. their combo. Right. Um, he says that at TakeOver 25, Dream wins. Um, I thought this was great. I'd like... I I think the dream is an upgrade, essentially. From- well, what I like about this is there's so much truth in what he's saying. Yes. He he did fa- fail on the main roster. Right. Like, I don't think you can really deny that, um, which puts a lot of juice in this in this feud. Um, I really hope it tears the house down. Yeah. I, I really would love... We watched um, 
the first takeover yesterday. Yes. It was Sammy Tyler Zane. Breeze has a cracking match against Sami Zayn. Yeah. Um, and Dream hasn't had a bad takeover match, I don't think. Nope. It's impossible. Uh, I really want to see this match go well. I think this match could steal the show, potentially. I really hope so. Uh, I think Dream has to win here. To, to I, I would love if Tyler Breeze just comes out as North American champion, and all of a sudden he's back on NXT or something. Yeah. Sure, like I could, I would take that. However, kayfabe-wise, uh, wins and losses do matter to me in mm. wrestling. And this guy, the North American champion, beat... Matt Riddle in New York, and I feel like he cannot lose right now. <laughs> he, he just won't lose right now for a while. Unless there's any sort of screwy finish, because I, I would like to see Dream in the main event picture. Sure. Um, if there's some kind of screwy finish, that gets the the strap off of him and sure. can move him up to the, I just want to see the, beauty the shot. main title. <laughs> beauty shot. After watching some old Tyler Breeze now, I want to see that beauty shot. I really think that Tyler Breeze... As a, you really want to see the beauty shot? I think you saw some beauty shots last <laughs> night, didn't you? Some beauty shots. <laughs> um, fuck, I forgot what I was going to say. Tyler Breeze. I think the character would have gotten more over now. Like, looking back, watching TakeOver from five years ago, the whole selfie stick thing would have sh- should have gotten over on the main roster. Because you would have had like your kids, you could have sold the stick, selfie sticks. He could, he should have been using it as a weapon more often. He used it as a weapon in NXT, mm. but using it as a weapon would have just got over in the in the whole like pop culture world. Essentially, they're banned in Disney World. Yeah, you know, because people are using those weapons. Um, I I can't wait to see this match. Do you think there's a chance that we keep Tyler Breeze in NXT as champion? I I'd like to. Right. I think I'd rather see him be doing something on NXT than uh, and help some of the younger guys. Sure. Um, than he's, he's just probably still young himself. Being purgatory on the main roster. Well, what about Fandango? He's a guy who says he wishes he got sent to NXT. He's still injured, right? Yeah. Yeah. He says that he wishes he got he would he would be sent back now, so that he could like repackage. Sure, put them in like, the tag division. Those guys were given such. I don't watch a lot of the main roster, but some of the stuff I saw from that was it Fashion Files. Yeah, like some of it was pretty fun. I feel that was them as well off the back. Maybe one writer. I don't feel it was as produced as some of the other. There was no gas masks. I mean, they were doing skits on, on like Twin Peaks and stuff like that. Yeah, like, it was weird. Really niche stuff. It was really. Uh, weird. I liked it a lot. Like I didn't understand half of it, but it was weird. Um, but that's wrestling. I don't mm. understand half of it, but I like it. Uh, we get a video package for Adam Cole versus Johnny Gargano, the rematch this Saturday as well. Um, this was mostly uh, hype video packages yeah. as well for the all the matches. Um, I'm looking forward to that, but we'll, maybe we'll get to that later. We'll go to Shayna Baszler. We get a recap of last week when Io Shirai came out and basically destroyed her and her friends. Uh, we get Shayna Baszler and the the horse women. The horse the horses. Women. Let's fight. Let's play. We're getting our own shirts made, right? Yeah. What would we get if it was Let's fight. Let's play. Let's drink. Let's smoke. <laughs> let's make these shirts. We need them. I want that like red camo. Oh, terrible. We can wear yoga pants and converse. I'm Marina and you're Jasmine, right? No, other way around. No, no, I'm Marina. You've got the tattoos and you're taller. Is oh man, <laughs> and I'm cute, <laughs> and you have a kid. Yeah, sure. 
<laughs> you don't. For record, you do not have it. I'm not that I'm aware. Not that I'm aware. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, Shayna Baszler, she's backstage. She's doing a photo shoot. She's doing a she's photo shoot fresh. Is Shayna Baszler? She's posing with Jasmine Duke and Marina Shafir, and. The interviewer or a video camera is in their face and they're like, hey, what's going on? You know, you got your ass beat by EO with the kendo stick. And Shayna says, listen, EO lost her friends. I still have mine. Now get out of the way. <laughs> and they walk off. And one of them goes, nosy. <laughs> and then they walk through. Time's up, buddy. <laughs> It's little side comments in NXT <laughs> that really touch us in the yeah. ho- in our in our home here. We always quote strange things. You for the longest time were always like, "Do it, Nikki Cross, do it, do it, Shayna." <laughs> you would always yell that. Um, and then times up, buddy. It was from last week, I yeah. think it was. Thank you to Ian, was it, on Twitter, who reminded us about that? He just, he just tweeted us, time's up, buddy. And we were like, well, we don't understand. And we're like, oh, yeah, we do. Time's up, buddy. Uh, I think nosy is the new one. Is the new one. Uh, love it. Let's go to our next match. And if you're going to watch anything from this week's episode of NXT, watch this. Kushida versus Drew Gulak. Yeah, I know. Sounds crazy. What year is it? Crazy. Submission battle. Uh, Kushida and his entrance, what do you think? It's growing on you? I like the start of the entrance. I love the countdown, the the opening, like, uh, the intro to it. Yeah. But it doesn't kick up a gear. Okay. Like, it's almost got the same sort of start as Nakamura's. They're going But then that, yeah. Nakamura's really, like, mm. belts after it. Yeah, his doesn't add the uh, rock. I can't think how the theme goes now. Um, it's got, like... I think it needs to change a bit. I think the lights look cool. Blue. But whenever he does the, uh, like when the lights change and when he does like the, the time on his watch yeah. and the lights change again, there needs to be a change in the music. There needs to be a crescendo. I'll make the beat for him. Yeah, sure. I'll, it'll be like, he needs some like dubstep, like, uh, I don't know. Ah, yeah, they're going for the Nakamura. They want people to sing it, but it's not catchy. It's not singable. Yeah, it's no. not a catchy one. Um, but I still like his entrance. I like the blue lights. He looks so cool cool. with his glasses and his uh, life preserver. Uh, Drew Gulak looks cool. He's dressed as Apollo Creed, essentially. Sure. He wears uh, American. Yeah, I like his, like, boxing. You think Drew Gulak is a handsome man? He is a handsome man. You love his beard, but you don't have a beard. You should grow one like Nah. You think you could grow a Gulak beard? I can grow a beard, but just don't. It's itchy. Can you? It's itchy? Yeah. Oh. Mine's the opposite. My beard is itchy when I shave. Sure. Well, I, I like just a little bit of stubble. Right. Well, this match is all submission. Um, there is uh, basically, they just trade submission holds. This entire match is counter after counter after counter after counter. It's really cool. I just, it, writing notes to this is, is different because literally like counters to an arm lock. And these guys, uh, I don't think have wrestled before. They, maybe they have in, in the, the indies, but it just looks so smooth. And maybe that's to attest to how good yeah. both of these guys are actually, they're mat wrestling here. There's so much, you know, they're basically rolling around. Um, there's a spot here where Gulak keeps trying to keep a hold in and Kushida counters by rolling out of it, yeah. physically like doing a, a roll. And then he does another one, and then he does another one, and basically Gulak stands back and just watches Kushida yeah. do the roll. <laughs> now, did you ever play like the SmackDown versus Raw game? I can't remember what year, but they added in the roll feature oh, in really? the game, 
And people were mad because you could just, you could do it if you were cruiserweight, I think. Right. And you just, you would click like the back R button and you would roll. <laughs> so online, or when you'd face your friends, you want to be annoying. You just keep rolling. Right. Oh, I just go to the outside of the ring all the time. Yeah. <laughs> just walk around. <laughs> you're that guy. You're that cunt. Uh, I would just always roll. And people, my bu- one buddy would always get so mad. Because <laughs> you, can't get, you can't catch him if you're rolling. Keep rolling, baby. I, I used to like those um, like scramble matches that on, on those games. Okay. Like 10 minutes, um, whoever's champion at the end of it, whoever yeah. has the last four wins. And the trick was you'd get the title and then just beat the fuck out of the ref so he can't make any counts. (laughs) People would be so mad at me. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there's so many ways to cheat in wrestling games. Uh, I would be Kushida in a wrestling game if I I could. He should be in the next year's game. Um, There's a a beautiful single-leg crab by Drew Gulak, or the Maple Leaf, if you want to call it that. Um, Looks fantastic. I love uh, slapping that move on people. Mm. Single-leg? I like yeah. the walls better, but you know, you can't always get the second leg. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's a trailer hitch by Kushida. Uh, reminded me of Jamie Noble. Uh, another underrated submission move here. Mm. Uh, this this whole match is just submissions, but I'm okay with it. Uh, and Drew Gulak though puts Kushida up on his shoulders for a fireman's carry and drops him onto his gut. Looked really painful there. But I would say the move that's the most gift from this match thus far is this. Drew Gulak is running towards Kushida from the from the ropes. And Kushida hits a hip toss, but turns it into an armbar in midair. Like, yeah, it's, 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 it's all in midair. It's crazy. He counters that into the... Uh, he does a hip toss into an armbar. It's beautiful. Drew Gulak counters that into an ankle lock. But the ankle lock is then countered back into an armbar. The armbar is then countered back into an ankle lock. There's an enziguri by Kushida. He goes for what I, what he calls the back to the future. He goes for it, but it's blocked. He then hits a flatliner, then a crazy roll-up where he basically has his shoulder, his legs pinning you to the mat while his hands are flat-faced on the ground. Yeah. He pins Drew Gulak. A bit out of nowhere. Out of nowhere, literally. And Drew Gulak is livid. He's mad because literally there was submissions through this whole match and one little sneak pin and he pins the guy. Yeah, and he's kind of saying, no, that, that wasn't a three. That wasn't a yeah, three. It was and a Kushida's three. just looking at his watch and being like, no, no, it was a three. He's looking at his thing, does the back to the future pose and goes one, two, three. Uh, I like that. He should continue to, to point at the, the, the imaginary watch yeah. that he has. Um this was a lot of fun. I would like to see this again. If Drew Gulak it, is mad, they the should finish kind of made you think it's going to happen again. Like yeah. Gulak was was pissed off at the end. Yeah. Um, yeah, I want to see Gulak here full time. Yeah, Gulak is every time he stepped here, he's been he's been good. Uh, but again, the crowd were just dead for this. Yeah, I like, thought the not crowd into was it dead. at all. They were so quiet. You could hear like the nothings. Yeah, essentially, because <laughs> the people just didn't maybe just didn't care. Um, I would say check this match out. I really enjoyed it. I really liked that hip I'd love to see almost like a, a technical division. Like these two, you'd have O'Reilly in there. Just like, I, I want to see more of these style matches. I find them a lot I miss, fun. Yeah, I miss this style sometimes. It gets kind of washed away when you look at all the other mm. styles, I guess, we, we get to see. Um, but really cool. So Kushida hits this like roll-up thing that I haven't seen in a long time either. Stone Cold used to do it, I thought. Yeah. I remember. Uh, cool, cool match. Check it out. We go to Kathy Kelly. 
she is backstage with Io Shirai, and she says that at TakeOver, you will not have the the numbers advantage because, you know, your friends aren't here. <laughs> Kathy Kelly learning from Charlie. Yeah. Being a, uh, a, just a dick. <laughs> so it's, it's not no DQ and you don't have any friends. So, like, how are you going to win this? <laughs> <laughs> Looks like you're not. Io <laughs> uh, Shirai says that I am not afraid of Shayna Baszler and I'm not afraid of her friends. She can bring all her friends. I won't need a kendo stick to beat her. And this is where Candice LeRae enters mm. from behind. She says that... Uh, listen, uh, EO, I just want you to know that you've you've helped me out a few times, and I just want to let you know that this Saturday, I got your back. So Candice LeRae is going to turn on EO Shirai? Yeah, I, I mean, if you've ever watched wrestling before, this, this seems like what's going to happen, doesn't it? Don't worry, I have your back. No, you don't. I mean, it could be after the, the match. They're going to stab like, you If EO wins, you could... Be setting up your next contender right okay, away. What if what if Eo, um, the 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 horsewomen they get they get involved and Candace fights them off and that's what leads to Eo beating Shayna. Yeah, you could just do that. Yeah, because I just don't know what you do with Eo after this if she doesn't win. Oh, Shayna's got to go up now, surely. Yeah, Shayna's got to go. So, um, I yeah, I I can see Eo winning. I am like. I could see a, a turn from Candice. What? Yeah. No. 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 Okay, Definitely I can see not. it happening. Definitely not. No? No. All right. Please don't. Uh, if it <laughs> happens, I'm going to be upset at you, specifically. It's my fault? Yeah. Right. <laughs> you can't have heel Candice. No. You can't do that. They should bring Joey Black Ryan. They again. should bring Joey Ryan. Oh, wait a second. Yeah. Now now we're talking. Wait a second. So if she turns heel, she's going to start wearing the black lipstick yeah. again. Which means she's here. Was she wearing black lipstick in this thing? No. She was not. No. Therefore, she's not turning heel. Well, she's not heel yet. She was heel. Like, the logic's there. Shayna's kind of unstoppable. She helps right. EO win, and then EO's like a smaller, weaker woman, and maybe the easier person to beat for the title, so you go for it. Yeah, I don't know. I think Candace was just being nice and was like, hey, mm, I'm going to help no you. No one's out. ever that nice. Come on. It's Candace, though. She's the nicest. Right? Maybe, maybe. Right. Who knows? Uh, we need to get Johnny, Joey Ryan. Yeah, he joke. He's joking about how he's leaving the Indies, but uh, he needs to come to help her to <laughs> save her. Um, maybe Candice LeRae to All Elite Wrestling. Yeah, <laughs> that's my new favorite thing too. So, y- y- any wrestling fan, they'd be like, "Oh, uh, I heard Candice LeRae is a little up- upset at her role in NXT. I heard she's going to AEW." You'll say Wait, that. It's about- just that GIF of Cody with the cupping the ear, <laughs> yeah, isn't it, all the yeah. time? Uh, everyone's going to AEW. That's right. Uh, so Candice LeRae might turn heel this Saturday. I don't know. Heard it here first. <laughs> and Finn Balor's coming back to NXT. <laughs> yeah, apparently. This, one of your friends has this strange thing that Finn Balor's going to show up at TakeOver 25 and fuck everyone up. That's his quote. I said, you know, it's TakeOver 25. They could put him in the front row. Like, it's TakeOver. They're trying to celebrate all the NXT, the five years. Uh, I don't see Finn Balor showing up to do anything other than that. But, you know, if your friend's putting money on this. I would like to see down the road a kind of WWE versus NXT story. Sure, of course. It, and it could be it could be your NXT of old. You could have, like, Nakamura, Rusev, Balor, like, those kind of people who aren't really doing much. Sure. I just think it's so it's so hazy now with the wild card. Come Survivor wild Series, card. like, who cares? I mean, the... 
the Raw vs SmackDown oh. thing was awful anyway, but yeah. now it's even more, like, just messy. Well, we were watching TakeOver, the first one, mm. from five years ago, and, like, everyone there is the the product now, essentially. Yeah. Charlotte. We just, she's in the main event of WrestleMania this year, and she, she was in a match, like... Uh, Neville was the main event, but you know maybe that's not the the best of choices. But he was supposed to be at All In. Yeah, that's still a big uh, double or nothing. That's still a big thing. It just shows like in five years, NXT so kind of became the main yeah. product essentially. Um, so NXT versus WWE would just be. I'd like I'd like it for those guys who aren't really doing a great deal on the main roster. Sure, like think War Games in November. You could have NXT old versus NXT new. That'd be great. You're going to put Nakamura in a War Games match? Yeah. <laughs> what else is he doing? Yeah. <laughs> sure. Book it. WWE versus NXT versus AEW. Whoa. It's <laughs> an invasion. It's the invasion angle. Holy. Uh, we get a video package for Johnny Gargano. He's back in Cleveland and everyone loves him. He threw a pitch at a, at a baseball game. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, did you see this lady throw the pitch yesterday? No. At a game? The, the worst opening pitch ever is 50 cent in fact on twitter jorgano was joking about 50 cent he's like hey 50 i did it better than you right because 50 cent once threw a, a pitch and 50 cent you're supposed to throw it and the catch the pitcher you're supposed to throw it to the, the yeah the catcher sure 50 cent threw it like <laughs> the, like first base essentially <laughs> and everyone like roasted him right and johnny gargano threw it was like even joking like hey 50 i did it better than you this girl, this woman who works for like a company, the company did a draw and the winner gets to throw the first pitch at a game. So she wins this. So they ask her to throw the first pitch. She's this blonde lady. She's like, all right, cool. I'm going to throw this pitch. She throws it, hurls it, doesn't go anywhere near the catcher and gets instantly whipped at the photographer right next, to, like literally near her, <laughs> kind of where 50 Cent threw it. So... 50 Cent no longer has the worst, the worst pitch, pitch ever. And Gargano's was pretty good, too, I would say. Gargano knew how to throw a, a pitch in Cleveland. Uh, Gargano basically did this whole Cleveland homecoming thing where he got to go with the title, the NXT title. Um, he says in this that believe in yourself that anything is possible. Cue the horror music. Adam Cole, his insert, he says he's, he's freaking out. He has his hands over his head. He says, I can't stop thinking about TakeOver New York. When I think about it, it makes me sick to my stomach. And shows clips of their match from New York. He says, if it was any other type of match, if it was a normal match, I would be champion. He says that this is a message. Johnny, I'm taking the title. That's undisputed. So really, there isn't much fire added to this flame they're like <laughs> in my opinion they're like hey uh you you got to see like the best match they're, we don't need to sell you on the rematch you're just yeah. gonna watch it yeah. you're just gonna watch which it. is fine you're gonna watch it and you're gonna love it yeah essentially. they've done all the build they've needed to do and these yeah. video packages have been cool yeah i really like that i really like the fact that he says uh when i think of takeover new york it makes me sick mm. it makes him feel like gay hey, that it realistically you would be upset if you were a real fighter or something and you lost and whatever. Like, thinking about something like that would make you upset. Be like, why did I agree to two out of three fools? Why can we have just said it was a yeah. one he, fool? Yeah, it, it, it's it's good. I, I don't think you need it much else, I guess, nope, to, to heat this up. Um, we go to our main event, or so we thought. Danny Birch and Oni Lorkin versus the Forgotten Sons. 
Um, I could be wrong here, but the Forgotten Sons come out and Jackson Riker's uh, behind them. He's not wrestling in the match. And uh, Wesley Blake and uh, Steve Cutler, Steve Cutler, they start walking to the ring and they're like ahead of Jackson Riker. Mm. So they kind of forget him. And the crowd starts chanting, you forgot him. <laughs> <laughs> and they realize that. So they kind of play off it. Um, are Forgotten Sons your favorite tag team? I think so, yeah. Because <laughs> you were marking out when we were watching. You were, you were obsessed with this Forgotten Sons. I'm not obsessed with them. I think like I think they've had some good matches. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Recently. Uh, well, this wasn't one of them. Oh, this was nothing. Yeah. This... I, w- I wouldn't put this down to them. This no. is just story. Come on. <laughs> this, wasn't nice. much, this wasn't much of a match. Uh, the match is pretty much instantly broken up as... Um, Angelo Dawkins and Montez Ford um, enter on the ramp and they start beating up Jackson Riker. Uh, I write down, I'm okay with this. I did not want to watch that tag. Even <laughs> Oni Larkin was in the corner and he was like, I don't want to. He was do checked this. out. I, I, don't the crowd. Do, I don't want to do this match. Um, the, the Street Profits, they come down. Um, they start brawling with uh, the unforgot- Unforgotten unforgotten Sons. The Forgotten Sons. <laughs> Fuck. Um there's a stare down between Oni Lorcan, Danny Birch, and the Street Profits. They're brawling. The Street, Pro- uh, the Forgotten Sons run back in with some steel chairs, and they're bashing everyone. But then the Undisputed Era they come into the ring. There is a high knee and a super kick combo from Adam Cole and Roderick Strong on I think Blake or one of the Sons. I forget. And it looked fucking like a killer move here. They hit the total elimination on the other one, the high low. Um, they then Adam Cole grabs a a ladder and he they use it as a battering ram on Jackson Riker on the entrance ramp and then they they slam it on him again and they do the battering ram but then Jackson Riker starts to get up and Kyle O'Reilly's face is like oh my god he's 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 still getting up we just battering ram this guy we got to hit him again so they slam down the ladder again onto the back they then set the ladder up they all climb the ladder and kind of do an Undisputed Era pose. And Adam Cole grabs a microphone and says, Riddle, Gargano, at TakeOver, that's Undisputed. And they pose, and we go off the air. So Undisputed Era standing tall in all regards because we're going to see them maybe win tag titles, maybe win the world the NXT title, and uh, maybe Riddle will lose to Roddy. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Uh, so, what do you think of uh, of all this? This was okay. Yeah. Like, I, th- I think they've they've set everything up by this point, yeah. and it was a bit of a throwaway addition. I think so. Uh, I'm very much looking forward to TakeOver. TakeOver's always fantastic. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this was an okay edition of NXT. <laughs> yeah, um, I was I was Some good matches, nothing blow away. Uh, no real story development, uh, but this was fine. Shall we do feedback first, or shall we go through our predictions? For- uh, we don't have a lot of feedback. I think a lot of people checked out from this week's episode of NXT simply because there wasn't much, like you said, like going. This is just kind of like a. I would say this was a throwaway edition. Um, let's go to some feedback, and then we'll give our quick predictions sure. for this weekend. Um, Forum.postwrestling.com. Every Wednesday night, we post up the feedback there. Let's go to Paul from New Jersey. He says, I don't know if Belair should have taken her first pin tonight, but at least it was a good match. I didn't get the chance to post feedback last week, but here are some observations. I'm so happy to see Breeze back in NXT. I don't think he ever got a chance on the main roster, and I'm excited to see him against Velveteen Dream. He says, 
Uh, here I was thinking I was the only one who goes around the house singing Johnny Gargano's theme music. <laughs> Davey is a man after my own heart. This rebel heart, this rebel heart. P.S. I can't stand Beth Phoenix. I'm trying. I really am. <laughs> uh, yeah, we didn't even met, realize that, that Bianca Belair never has been undefeated. So she was tapped out, was she, by Shayna? Was she? Did she, uh, did she or, get pinned? Did she got pinned? I thought no, she I got... think she tapped out, didn't she? Yeah. There you go. That's how much I'm invested in that, I guess. <laughs> she's she's not undefeated. But yeah, they could have made a bigger deal of that, yeah. I guess. Uh, we go to mystery. So some quick comments on the women's title picture after tonight. Commentary is playing up the fact that the odds are still stacked incredibly against EO, even with Candice in her corner. Since Shayna said that Jasmine and Marina will be in her corner, do you think we could see a surprise return of Ooh. Dakota Kai to help even the odds? She tweeted out earlier that she's making a comeback soon, or at least teased it. Uh, I would like that, but I just don't know if the crowd would like... No? I don't know. Would, is that a big enough thing that the people would be into it? I think that's really cool. I fo- We followed the story of Dakota Kai on... NXT and with Shayna. She's been tied up with Shayna. Yeah, yeah. Three. so she, maybe she should cost Shayna the title. I don't know. She goes, I feel like WWE, and I'm including NXT in this, falls into the habit of playing up the how will this person overcome the odds just for the said person to overcome the odds. And that's the vibe I'm getting with this EO Shayna match now. Well, wait a second. Isn't that wrestling? <laughs> that's wrestling, yeah. That's... <laughs> also, I don't know if you guys saw the Target NXT TakeOver 25 special. Not yet. Yes. But they put a lot of focus and attention on EO when it came to the women's segment, playing up her athleticism and 10 plus years of experience in Japan. I'm actually upset because they promoted this. They called it the NXT, the the Target NXT TakeOver 25. Mm. And they said it's on YouTube. So I literally opened a new tab and was like, I'm going to keep this open and I'm going to watch it. Couldn't find it when they promoted it. So I'm sure it's up there now, but I was like... We watch NXT live at 8 o'clock. Yeah, we tried was, to watch this right away. And I was like, what? <laughs> I wanted to watch this. Yeah. So, not, not on me. Um, I, I, that does sound interesting to see some of... I didn't know it showed clips of EO. I thought it was basically uh, Gargano and Cole, but mm. that sounds great. Go check it out. Uh, let's go to our last one here. PJ River. I think Nigel and Moro cover so much ground in their commentary that the third person will always feel unnecessary. I enjoyed Gulak and Kushida, but the finish was completely anticlimactic. Uh, and we had just had one more just come through oh, from awesome. Andrew from California. Bummed I missed your guy's stream last night. I'll make sure to make it to the next one. Well, you can still catch that on YouTube. Yes. Uh, considering Johnny Pollock said Braden was screaming at his place during Double or Nothing, I'm assuming you guys both enjoyed the show. What would be your dream card for an AEW versus NXT show? During Thanks, the- fellas. During a Double or Nothing, uh, I'm trying to remember why I was screaming. It must have been the double Canadian Destroyers, one on the apron specifically yeah. to from Pentagon. Yeah, I think that was when I screamed. I jumped out of my seat. You went, oh! Well, I, like, I'm, listen, when you watch wrestling, you can try to be quiet, but when you see... When you see a Canadian destroyer on the apron, you jump out of your seat and you scream. It happens. Uh, it was definitely the Young Bucks match that right. made me jump out. Uh, I had a lot of people asking that. So AEW versus NXT. Well, it would be headlined by Omega versus Gargano. That's the dream Surely. match. Ever. That would be my. Could dream you ever match. imagine watching this match? Who who what, who would over who would do the the selling of the the emotional damage their body has been? I know, right? Like who would. Um, we've seen it a million times, but Young Bucks versus Undisputed. Yes, yeah, um, yeah, we've yeah, seen yeah, it before, yeah, yeah, but yeah. go for it. 
Um, I've seen that match live a few times. Red Dragon. Adam Page versus Adam Cole? Nah. Nah. No? It's a bit too... That was a thing in, in, in Ring of Honor, yeah. yeah. Um, okay, who would you have Adam Cole then? Adam Cole versus someone from AEW? Mm. Chris Jericho. Sure. Adam Cole yeah, versus Chris I'd Jericho. like that. And then women's, you'd have um, Shayna Baszler against Britt Baker. Britt Baker, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, she's yeah. all right. Yeah, I didn't mind Britt Baker. I like seeing Austin Conk. Dream, who would Dream go against? Dream versus... MJF? Promos would be awesome for that. Ooh, feud. I don't know. That would be a lot of fun, actually. I saw a clip at Evolve Show. Dream was at the Evolve Show. Right. And he, was in, he shared the ring. So to tease this... To tease this, mm. for one day, he's in the ring with Orange Cassidy. Okay. <laughs> now, Orange Cassidy might be my favorite. I think, I think that's... He, yeah, he needs to go against, like, huge personalities. So, I think, I think that would be cool. Um, Orange Cassidy, since learning about him through my friends Daniel and Jonah, I have loved this guy. How do you do a suicide dive <laughs> with your hands in your pockets? How do you do that? I don't understand. It's so fun. I don't really like comedy characters, but this guy makes me fucking laugh. His character is so... I don't give a fuck. The fact that his Twitter... He promotes... He's an indie wrestler. Mm. Indie wrestlers on Twitter will be like, Hey, I'm at this thing. I'm going to be selling my merch. Come. I only have these sizes of my shirts. Come to my show. You know, come watch my show. This guy's like, I think I'll be here. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I should... Or the, or he'll post the picture of the show and he'll be like, Yeah, I'll be at this. I don't know. <laughs> it's a thing. <laughs> right. Let's go to predictions for... Sure. For t- uh, this Saturday. Yes. Yeah, TakeOver 25. So we have Matt Riddle versus Roderick Strong. Matt Riddle will go over. I think Matt Riddle will go over. Yes. Um, Great match, though. That's it. I'm excited. This TakeOver card looks nuts. It looks nuts. Uh, Velveteen Dream versus Tyler Breeze. I think Velveteen Dream will go over. Yeah, I'm going to say Dream. <clears throat> I well. like your idea of Tyler Breeze, but let's just be real, I think. That would be a shocker, though. Uh, Danny Birch and Oni Lorcan versus the Street Profits versus Forgotten Sons versus Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly in an NXT Tag Team Championship ladder match. I think I could see this going anyway, to be honest. Um, You said on this show maybe a few weeks ago that you want to see your favorite tag team in the world, the Forgotten Sons, win. This was before Undisputed were inserted into this. Uh, I think Undisputed's winning. Okay. Oh, really? Mm. That just straight up like that. They weren't even involved in any of the storyline. And I can see that being the way in the match. I can see them like being... On the outside, not yeah. really doing much for a great deal, and then they're gonna do the Randy Orton. They're yeah. not gonna take any yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh I I wanted to see the Street Profits win, but then I think Profits chasing at Toronto in Toronto makes more sense. Sure. So I don't want them to, to win right now. So I do think uh, Era or For- Forgotten Sons should win simply because I think yeah I think it's gonna be one of those because two. I would like to see Era. I would like to see Street Profits versus Era at Takeover Toronto for the titles. Therefore, they got to chase them. Yeah. Therefore, Undisputed Era wins. So I'll go with you and say Undisputed Era. Shayna Baszler versus Io Shirai for the NXT Women's Championship match. I want to see a title change, and I want to see Io Shirai. I'm going to go for Io as well. I want to see Io Shirai, even though she said she's not bringing the kendo sticks, mm. she should. She should have them under the ring ready, and she should beat the fuck out of everyone again, because that's what I want to see. I want to see Io Shirai win the title. 
And finally, Johnny Gargano versus Adam Cole 2 for the NXT Championship title. Uh, it's the rematch of possibly the greatest NXT TakeOver match, the NXT match ever. It's the biggest rematch, and I don't think there's much else. I could literally see this going either way as well. I really love Johnny Gargano, so I want him to, to stay champion. You could... You could book Johnny Gargano versus anyone in a main event, and I think it would be great. Yeah. But you could do the same for Adam Cole. So I'm just kind of looking, who wins this, and what does that lead to our main event in Toronto? I think it's going to be... <sighs> I don't know. You can't... I'm going to say Adam Cole, and the show ends with Adam Cole with the title, Undisputed Era with the tag titles. And they Roddy kick Roddy out. With nothing oh. losing, and you kind of continue that dissension. A little oh, bit. no. Maybe Roddy turns on Adam Cole and costs mm. him the whole thing. So I'm going to say Adam Cole. Wow. But I want to see Johnny in the main event. Ah. That's a tough one. I'm going to go Adam Cole. I'm going to go with Johnny freaking wrestling because he's the GOAT. He is. He's uh, he's the GOAT. So that, those are our predictions. Uh, this Saturday, TakeOver 25. As soon as it ends, join us on YouTube. What's our YouTube channel? It's uh, BDE Official. Um, follow us on Twitter at... The Brady yeah, at Davey yeah. Portman. Follow You'll us, find yeah. the the feed on there as well. Even if you don't have Twitter, but you're trying to find the thing, just look up our Twitters at the Brady at Davey Portman, and you will find it. Follow us there. We update whatever we're doing. If you're looking for anything that's like that, you can go to prowrestlingtees.com/slash up next for our t-shirts from Pro Wrestling Tees. And uh, yeah, I think that's everything. Yeah. Again, if you're looking to to help us make a theme song, um, yeah, acquire within. We will be having a contest of some some capacity, but we're just giving you the, the yep. full warning. Um, RealBDE at gmail.com. Send us your submissions. It's going to be open for a month, and hopefully we'll have a brand spanking new theme Yes, on July 4th. Maybe it'll be lit. I hope so. It has to it be. It has to be. There's no non-lit songs yep. on this. On this. Uh, that being said, that means we have to play music right now. Mm. So I don't know what it's going to be. <laughs> But it's going to be lit. Uh, so t- we'll talk to you on Saturday. And uh, cool. Be safe. Ahoy! This hair, this look. Prince Pretty's here. Super good looking. Every hair in place. Everyone loves this gorgeous face. You can't deny my beauty shot on everything. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you 24-7, with supplies and solutions for every industry, and access to product specialists ready to help. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. From 3 to 6 p.m. Monday through Friday, Buffalo Wild Wings Happy Hour has beer, cocktails, and bar food for 3 to 6 bucks. It's the perfect way to offset a long day. Text that hilarious joke about your boss to your boss. What? No, no. Try a $4 Coors Light Tall. Set your morning alarm for 6 p.m. Ah! 
That calls for $5 strawberry margaritas. So if you ask your phone why you're still single and... Ha ha ha. Seriously? Head to Buffalo Wild Wings Happy Hour from 3 to 6. At participating locations, taxes and fees apply. Dine-in only. Drink responsibly. Offers vary by location. Void where prohibited.